welcome to Daily Interlake News Now. I'm your host, Taylor Inman. We're taking a look at some of last week's biggest headlines and what's coming up for the Flathead Valley. In this week's Deep Dive segment, I chat with folks from the Two Rivers Pickleball Club in Big Fork, who are hosting the Crown of the Continent Pickleball Tournament on August 11th through the 13th. Club manager Keith Ory and tournament director Patty Lafferty will tell us what's new this year and talk about why they love pickleball, a sport that's rapidly gaining popularity across all age groups. But first, here are some headlines. A trio of Kalispell business organizations are raising funds to pay for private security guards to patrol the downtown area in an effort to deter what representatives describe as vagrancy and customer and employee safety. The guards, contracted through local firm Tallow Security, would protect business interests and connect homeless people in the midst of mental health or addiction crises with local service providers. That's according to Lorraine Clarno, president of the Kalispell Chamber of Commerce. The chamber is working on the effort alongside the Kalispell Downtown Association and the Kalispell Business Improvement District. A document circulated to area businesses calls for the raising of $17,000 to pay for security through summer's end. Clarno said the guards will not be armed. The chamber has worked with the company in the past, employing the firm to patrol the former chamber headquarters adjacent to Depot Park. The organization vacated the building in June, citing homeless activity around its offices as interfering with business and creating an uncomfortable environment for visitors. Chamber officials reported seeing a decrease in vagrancy and safety issues in the downtown park after bringing Tallow security on for night and daytime patrols. Clarno said that the move to patrol downtown with private security guards would bolster the work of the Kalispell Police Department and social service workers. Starting next spring, Clarno hopes to see volunteers taking on patrol duties and answering questions for visitors. The business groups are exploring ways to redirect funds that might be given to panhandlers to fund the community patrol efforts and additional homeless outreach through existing social service providers, according to a notice describing the undertaking. The chamber also plans to partner with mental health care providers in the fall to provide voluntary training to employees of downtown businesses with the hopes of providing them with de-escalation skills. Chamber officials said contracting the security firm is necessary to maintain a welcoming environment in Kalispell's core area. The Whitefish City Council voted unanimously earlier this month to review a proposed financial plan that reallocates resort tax funds to include community housing. City employees were directed to schedule a public hearing on August 7th to consider adopting the plan. The plan, called Community Housing Resort Tax, designates 10% of the 3% resort tax for community housing projects and programs beginning in February of 2025. The plan is estimated to generate about $27 million over 20 years. Whitefish's 3% resort tax is collected on luxury retail sales, lodging at restaurants, and for prepared food and alcohol beverages. Funds generated from the 3% tax go to property tax relief, streets, parks, and beginning in 2025, maintenance of the Whitefish Trail. Voters will be asked to vote on the Community Housing Resort Tax Plan in the November 23 municipal election. Proposed uses of the funding include development of community housing and community housing programs, like rental and down payment assistance. All expenditures will be approved by the council on a project-by-project basis. Both the Resort Tax Monitoring Committee and the Whitefish Community Housing Committee previously approved the plan and recommended its adoption by council. City staff also endorsed the plan. The use of resort tax as funding for community housing is just part of the strategy to secure financial support. Other options include grants, philanthropic contributions, and business community buy-in, which will further leverage funds provided by the resort tax. 
The resort tax began in 1996 and has seen adjustments. Most recently, in November 2021, voters approved a 20-year extension of the resort tax to 2045 and a new allocation of those dollars for the Whitefish Trail. Currently, streets receive about 43% of the funds. If the community housing portion is approved, streets will still fare better with 48% of the allocation. Should voters fail to pass the ballot item allocating 10% to community housing, the use of the resort tax beginning in February of 2025 will adhere to what voters approved in 2021. Stage 1 fire restrictions went into effect across the region this past weekend. The fire rules affect the Flathead and Kootenai Forests, Glacier National Park, and land managed by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife, Montana Department of Natural Resources and Conservation, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, as well as Flathead Lake and Sanders Counties. Stage 1 restrictions prohibit campfires, as well as smoking, except within a vehicle or a building or a developed site that is clear of flammable material. People can be fined up to $5,000 or jailed for up to six months for violating the restrictions and will be held liable for all suppression costs and damages if a fire is started. Some private landholders are also enacting restrictions. No campfires will be allowed on land owned by Southern Pine Plantation, Stimson Timber, Stoltz Timber, Green Diamond, or Flathead Ridge Ranch. According to fire managers, each year 70 to 80 percent of wildfires are human-caused and this summer continues the trend. The Jewel Basin Center in Big Fork was built with pickleball in mind. A cousin of tennis and ping pong, the sport is growing in popularity around the United States, and particularly in the Flathead Valley, where the Crown of the Continent Pickleball Tournament will take place August 11th through the 13th. Two Rivers Pickleball Club manager Keith Ory and tournament director Patty Lafferty chat about the upcoming games and what's new to the tournament this year. Jewel Basin Center. Uh, we're talking about the Crown of the Continent pickleball tournament coming up at the beginning of August. How are you guys doing today? We're great. doing great. Good. Thanks for having Fantastic. Beautiful day. It's gorgeous out here. Um, so tell me a little bit about what the tournament's going to be like this year. Okay. All right, sorry, Patty. This is the Crown of the Continent tournament, and this is our third year in putting this on. So far, every year has been very successful. We've had a full field no different this year which Patty will cover. Uh, we have people coming from all over the country. Uh, Patty has those statistics too. Um, it's, it's three days and it's just a fun time for everybody involved. Yep. We have 250 participants which is our maximum amount that we can have here and it actually filled three weeks, three weeks prior to the deadline. So we're very excited. I have a waiting list. Um, we have people coming from 17 states and including Canada. And um, the format for the tournament is, is that it's actually a United States Senior Pickleball Circuit event, which is for those players 50 and over, which we've done for three years. This is our third year doing that. But this year we added an under, 49, uh, under 50 group that um, that actually is doing really well in terms of enrollment. So it's, it's, it's very exciting. I think historically pickleball was started and really developed by seniors. Um, 
and it's been that way for probably the past 10 to 12 years. But the popularity of it has grown so much now, especially with the development of the professional leagues that we're seeing much younger players come in. And the professional league now has kids from 13 years old up to early 30s. And then there's also a senior professional league too. So the development of pickleball is running the gamut now as far as competitive play. Nice. Our, our youngest tournament uh, player that, uh, that's coming up is 16. Wow. So it's, it's great. We, we love seeing that. And then he's at, I think he's actually playing with his mom. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've always heard of it as being a, a sport that's really accessible for um, older people. But, I mean, what do you think about the sport that draws younger people that you see? That's a good question. I mean, for senior play, it really developed because of the socialization of it. Mm -hmm. um, in, in places where I belong, down in Arizona and Montana, the majority of players are playing because it is such a tremendous social atmosphere. People become friends, it's easier to get involved in games. Uh, they can play two or three times a week. Uh, it's, it's different from tennis because the courts are so much smaller. And when it started developing into the younger age groups, we started seeing such a fast-paced competitive game that the players just were attracted to it um, from that standpoint. And frankly, it's very social for them, too. We, we have a lot of teenagers to early 30s who come after work. They'll, they'll be in here 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night when us old people are not playing. And um, they're having a ball. Taylor, I have literally had people tell me that pickleball saved their lives. Now, I think that's dramatic, okay? I, I'm like everybody else. That's pretty dramatic. Mm -hmm. But there were so many people that had health problems and were sitting at home in a chair, and they found pickleball, and it changed their lives. I was actually just talking to one of our members over the weekend, and he has started playing. He's developing into a very nice player. And he said he's lost 30 pounds since he started playing. He's 67, 68 years old. And he goes, and it's truly because I started playing pickleball. Wow. So it has a lot of good health benefits, too. So how do you think the tournament's changed since you guys first started putting it on? I, I think the biggest change has been this year when we Keith and I made the decision last fall to add the under 50s in. And I think it's going to bring a lot more vitality and fun and a whole new group of people who might come back next year and play again. So I, I think it also added to our enrollment filling up so quickly. So it, it's, a, it's a really good positive I, thing. And I also think the level of play has improved so much. That's Where very true. Three or four years ago, you know, a certain level of play was here and they've elevated their play so much that the competitiveness is really fun to watch. When did you guys um, start the pickleball club here? We are three years old. Two years old. Two years old? 20, yeah, June 15th, 2021. We're in our third year. We're in our third year. Oh, wow. June 15th, 2021, we opened the doors and we had this tournament the very first time on July 13th, 2021, one month later. That was probably not the smartest thing we ever did because no, it, it was very busy and very stressful. But we did it and we pulled it off and we had 
lot of people here and a lot of luminaries came to support us. Uh, we, we personally had 36 friends from Texas come up just support, to support us in our first year. Wow. So it, it, it's, it's been great. People look forward to it. In fact, I've already received an email this morning from somebody asking me when next year's tournament yeah. is because they're planning their family reunion around when our tournament is. <laughs> There's That's probably awesome. not a pickleball facility in the whole country that has the views like we do. Yes. I mean, it is really a spectacular facility. Which brings me to my next question. Why do you think this tournament draws people here? I'm oh. sure that's part of it. That's part of it, but I have to tell you, all the, they, make a, they make a big trip out of it. They go to Glacier, they go fishing, they go rafting, they, they spend day out on the lake. So there's just so much more for them to do here that they've never done before. Yeah. And being able to play on views like that. Yeah. They're all excited to come and play. Did you want to add anything to that? Well, it's a, you know, the valley is a tourist attraction. And and just like Patty said, you know, they they come for a pickleball tournament and explore Montana. I mean, that's quite a thing. I mean, we have certain groups in this valley now that are jumping on board with us, like the Chamber of Commerce because we are attracting people to this valley. And along those lines, we have a sponsorship program going on right now. We're about ready to close it. We have seven local businesses who have sponsored this tournament and our pickleball club annually, and four local businesses who are sponsoring us the week of the tournament for the tournament itself. So we'll be honoring them with banners um, out on the fence line and the annual ones will go inside and it, it's just great the amount of support we get from our local local right. big fork cow spell whitefish businesses and with our indoor facility now i mean we're a year-round sport now yes. so people that come here from out of state out of town to ski can also mm -hmm. play indoor pickleball and there's just it's that's just not something that happens around this country um, we have uh, a group of uh, investors that have built um, rental places right next door to our pickleball courts, which people are coming in and renting, and they can go explore the valley, go skiing, and play pickleball. So it's quite a destination. Yeah. yeah. And go bowling. And, and go, bowling. <laughs> go bowling. Absolutely. They're great um, friends. But I mean, really, just one last question for you. So tell me how you guys got into pickleball. <laughs> uh, my husband, Jim, actually started playing pickleball before I did. And he dragged me on a court about a year later. And I played once and said I hated it. And I probably waited another four or five months and went back out and went, oh, OK, now this is kind of fun. So it's been about five or six years now since I've started playing. How about you? Well, when I retired, I uh, ended up in Arizona for a few months, and um, it was it was interesting because we were new to the community and we didn't know anybody, and some people got us started in pickleball, and our friends circle expanded so oh. dramatically that we just stayed with it, and uh, of course our game improved, and then I started playing in tournaments, and. Uh, and my community just became people I know all over the country yes. now. So that was probably 10 or 10 years ago. Yeah. So it's, it's been a phenomenal thing. And I think people that we talk to, 
above all the competitiveness, they say there has never been a more social sport than pickleball. Quite remarkable, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so if somebody here wanted to get involved with pickleball, mm -hmm. what do you suggest that, where do, where do they start? They just go to our website at tworiverspickleball.com and there is a membership tab there and it tells you exactly how to do it. So um, it's very easy to set up a membership. When we use uh, an app called Court Reserve, it takes literally a minute and a half. Yeah. And, and here is the big plus. We are really um, encouraging new people to, to try it out. And we have a pickleball academy that goes on once a month. Once a month. And it's free. And every time we put it on, it fills up quickly with people trying to learn the sport. And the one thing that I will encourage people to do, if, because there's a lot of people that make fun of pickleball because it has a funny name, yeah. right? <laughs> and they've never seen it before and they don't understand it. But I invite everybody to come watch this tournament on August 11th through the 13th because they will see some fairly high level play at different rating levels. And I think they will say that looks like fun. And they'll, they'll see, even though there's people out here competing, competing and competing hard because they want to win that that medal that we have that they're, they're also going to see people sitting up here having fun and talking and laughing and, and, and enjoying life so I do I'm with Keith come on down Flathead Valley come see us um, is it free to attend or is it cost to spectate oh no cost to spectate oh, okay no cost the, all the doors and gates will be open all day long bring a lawn chair bring a lawn Might chair need some shade yeah. And just sit around and watch. We have all that grass back there that people can put up a chair and sit down and watch for a while and bring an umbrella. We're good. Awesome. Could you go through the schedule of yeah. events pretty quick? When, uh, Friday is men's doubles. Saturday is mixed doubles. And Sunday is women's doubles. And Saturday and Sunday we have um, Copacabana food truck here. And Sunday I'm still working on. But it'll be fun. The bar will be open. Cold beverages are available, so it'll, it'll, it'll be a good time. All right, the Crown of the Continent Pickleball Tournament runs August 11th through the 13th, and it's free for spectators to attend. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yes, Taylor, thank you. Lafferty says there will be a raffle during the tournament with all proceeds going to Big Fork School's underfunded sports programs. For more information about the Crown of the Continent Pickleball Tournament, call 406-289-3635. Now it's time to look at what events are coming up this week. Remember, you can find karaoke nights, art classes, live music, and anything community-related by going to dailyinterlake.com events and exploring our events calendar. And for all the business owners and event organizers out there, it's totally free to sign up and start posting your events for the entire region to see. The Portland Cello Project is playing Thursday, August 3rd at the Walkholt College Center. Immerse yourself in an intimate and eclectic musical journey as the Portland Cello Project builds bridges between all sorts of music from Beethoven to Lizzo. Tickets are available online and the show starts at 7.30 p.m. The 2023 Great Bear Festival will take place August 5th at Depot Park in Kalispell. Come celebrate summer in the Flathead Valley. Local rotary groups are bringing in breweries and cideries from Montana and beyond to feature excellent craft beers and ciders along with wine, local food, and live music. 
Find more information, including ticket prices, through their event page at dailyinterlake.com events. The festival begins at 4 p.m. And the Big Fork Festival of the Arts returns for its 45th year. The well-attended festival fills the village of Big Fork with a fine selection of art, crafts, food, music, and other entertainment on both Saturday and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Parking will be at the Big Fork Rodeo Grounds with a free shuttle running from 8.30 to 5 p.m. And there will be limited parking available in the downtown area. The event is free for all to attend. Find details for these events and more at dailyinterlake.com events. Thanks for joining us. News Now is a podcast from the Daily Interlake. We're proud to be the largest independent newsroom in Montana and the oldest paper in the Valley. Consider becoming a subscriber to support our work. Call Circulation at 406-755-7018 or go to the Subscribe tab in the top right corner of our website. And if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel to never miss an episode of The Pod. Everybody stay safe and have a great week.